At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare rush hour with danny burke on vsin the sports betting network Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to a Monday edition of Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, your host. As always, we are broadcasting live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook, getting you pumped for this Monday night football game, NFC West showdown in the postseason. How about it? We've got the Rams and the Cardinals, and with that, a lot of line movement that we have seen throughout the course of last week leading up until tonight so we will tell you all about that momentarily we'll tell you about the first half betting angles as well during the course of this first segment but later on in the show let's dial up what we got for you looking ahead 15 minutes from now danielle elvari host of the los angeles city cast of course we got to get her on get her take for tonight's game with the rams does she trust stafford and company or is she rolling with the arizona cardinals we'll ask her about that we'll ask her about some props and the lakers tonight man the lakers have been quite the team and we always like to see which angle danielle's going with probably an in-game bet as she always tends to do but that will be discussed in 15 minutes then a half hour from now, how about Adam Burke, VEASAN's betting analyst. He will talk about tonight's game. He always does the write-up, so we'll kind of revisit what he had at BSIN.com. Always implore that you subscribe there to get so much information. And he will also give us an early preview for the divisional weekend coming up. And then at the end of the show, 45 minutes from now, Danny's dime slash prop shelf. A couple of bets I got with those props overall leans that I'm going with, whatever it may be, we're kind of hitting it all and giving you my official plays for tonight. We also got to play in the NBA, so we'll fill that in in the 45-minute segment. So let's kick it off, though, and tell you where things have moved. Now, we talked about it throughout the course of the beginning of the week, especially during midweek movements on Wednesday, but remember, this game opened five in favor of the Los Angeles Rams. We've continuously seen the love pour in for Arizona, now it is at three and a half. And I've even seen some books out in Vegas. It looks like it came down to three. But at Bet Rivers, at least, it's three and a half. And if you want to take three in the hook, you are laying more with the Cardinals minus 112 than you are laying the three in the hook with the Rams at minus 103. Moneyline has Los Angeles minus a buck 75. And if you want to take some of that plus money and you believe the Cardinals can win outright, plus 150 is the value. So not only have we seen movement, and go in favor with that movement toward the road team. How about this total? This thing opened up at 50, kind of came down to 49 and a half, and for a majority of the week, seems pretty stable at that number. 
Now at Bet Rivers, we're seeing 48 and a half, slightly shaded to the over, minus 112. The under is minus 109. Perhaps the thinking is, look, third time around, familiar teams. You know what to expect out of them a lot of the times. Could be a closely played game, especially in the postseason, no doubt about it. So maybe it could be a lower scoring affair. And I know Danielle touched on that last week. We'll see if she's still reiterating the same thoughts for this game. But that's really the movement you've seen up until now. And if you followed us earlier last week, the play we had involved in this game that we already have discussed was teasing down the Buccaneers and then teasing up the Cardinals. So I will be sweating out Arizona plus 10 and a half. But if you're asking me what I would look to bet on now with the spread at three and a half, total at 48 and a half, total I probably wouldn't touch too much. If it was still in the 49 and a half range, maybe I'd entertain going to the under, but I'm not really in love with anything one way or the other. I still think there could be value, though, with the Cardinals taking three in the hook. As long as you get it over the three, I do not hate the idea of still taking the points with Arizona in this spot uncertainty with Matt Stafford. Not only can we trust him to not turn the ball over, but can we trust him under the big spotlight? And I get it. The jury's still out on this Cardinals team with Cliff Kingsbury, with what Kyler Murray has or rather has not been able to do as of late. But I think we're just still maybe overlooking the Cardinals a little bit too much. Remember what they were doing for a majority of the season. Then they just absolutely kind of fell. It was weird. I mean, you had the injuries with Murray, but then you go and you lose to the Lions. I can't explain it. But a lot of the times, you can't explain what the Rams have been doing. So if you're giving me three in the hook in the third go-around with these teams, I think I would have to take it with the Cardinals. But I will gladly still be sweating out my plus 10.5 with a little bit more cushion. So that's kind of the way I'm attacking the full game. And like I said, I'll give you some props that I'll be betting later on here on Rush Hour. But let's take a look at the first half betting angle since we got the lone primetime game for this evening. Got to bring back the old segment to take a look at those first half betting odds. So let's get to it right here on Rush Hour. It is time for my better half with this NFC West playoff showdown with Arizona and Los Angeles. We talked about the full game odds. Now in the first half, let's tell you where those are at. Courtesy of Bet Rivers, first half three-way bet. You get the Cardinals about plus 140. On the first half three-way selection, you could get the Rams minus a buck 36, or you could bet this thing to be tied up at 11 to 1 odds. And if that is what the case is going in the second half, look, I mean, we've seen it already happen. 13 to 13, we saw that happen December 13. 11 to 1, very solid payout, no doubt about that. But as we're looking at these, both of these teams' first half records as of this point, the Rams 8, 7, and 2 on the first half money line. Arizona a little bit better, 10-6-1 throughout the course of this whole season. Now, the first matchup they had, the first half result, the Cardinals were leading 24-13. And like I just alluded to, the most recent one, December in Arizona, where the Cardinals lost that game, the first half was tied up at 13 apiece. You could also do the tie no bet first half. Again, if it does push, you'd get your money back for this one, but you're laying a little bit more with the Rams up to minus 157 and not getting as good a value if you want to take the underdog in Arizona. You're getting them at plus 128 as opposed to plus 140. Now, the spread is we've actually seen fluctuate as of late, plus 2.5 earlier. Saw it go down to 1.5, so regardless, you're still under the key number of three. Things are a little bit different in the first half. We always establish that. But if you get it at two and a half with that spread applied to each game this season, the Rams would be eight and nine against the spread in the first half. Now, if the Cardinals were catching two and a half themselves in every single first half, they would be 11 and six against the spread. 
I think if you like the Cardinals in this game overall, I don't see why you would rush to bet the Rams over Arizona instead. And again, that doesn't mean because you're leading in the first half, you're going to lead for the full game. But regardless of what side you're leaning toward, what seems like should be a neck-and-neck, even-keel matchup, I think the value, just in my personal opinion, would have to be taking the points with Arizona or looking at them with the plus money. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm doing it officially, but if that's something that you're interested in, in for this first half, I think Arizona might be a little bit better shot. The Rams could get off to a slow start, and who knows, maybe Kyler Murray and company actually have something dialed up. But the thing is, is which defense really is going to prosper, right? Who can get that big turnover? Who can get the immediate stops right away? J.J. Watt going to be back in this game if he's going to have any significant impact. Maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. But the thing that would scare me a little bit is that Sean McVay is for sure the better coach. So maybe he gets something dialed up a little bit earlier and he could take advantage of that and that's how the Rams could beat you. But like I always say or tend to say usually this season it seems, I think there's a little bit better angle with the total points for the first half as opposed to the spread. High number at Bet Rivers right now, 24 and a half for these two teams. Over is minus 106, under is minus a buck 18. Now, the Rams, with the number set at 24.5, have only gone over that six first halves out of 17 games this season. We know the defense plays a large part in that. Their offense, yeah, they, they can contribute, but their defense really limits their opponents. Cardinals, with the number at 24.5, this season they've gone over that seven out of 17 games. So, not much conviction, I guess, betting the over. But then we have to consider what did these two teams do against each other. Remember, 24-13 to 13, the first game they met, so clearly went over. 13-13, to 13, got over it again. Can it happen a third time? The betting market maybe doesn't think it will because we've already seen this full game total come down from 50 to 48 and a half. And as of late, that 49 and a half has now come down to that 48 in the hook. And the odds seem to be increasing more to the under 24 and a half. I would probably agree with that sentiment that this would more so be a lower scoring, slower paced affair. I mean, think about it. It's an elimination game. And yes, a familiarity, we can say that. We can keep saying that. And that's probably going to be the case. But everybody's maybe a little bit more timid, a little bit more careful because you don't want to make that huge mistake that is going to be fatal in this elimination game. So maybe that makes things not as explosive as it typically would be between these two squads. So 24 and a half, I probably have the lean because of the hook to the under. However, what about each individual team's totals? Is that something we could delve into? Well, the Rams number is 13 and a half. Overs minus 115. Under minus a buck 13 at Bet Rivers. The Rams have gone over this mark in just seven out of 17 games. They scored 13 points in both of those games against Arizona. So if you're in the line of thinking that, well, it probably is going to be a lower scoring game, you're probably not rushing to the counter to bet them to score 14 or more points against Arizona. The Cardinals have only allowed opponents over 13 and a half first half points in just five games this season. Five out of 17 games. Really solid defense in the first half for this Arizona squad. So maybe you look under for the Rams. But what about the Cardinals now? Ten and a half is the number we're seeing. Over minus 108, under minus a buck 22 for Arizona, who has already eclipsed that mark twice against this Rams team. And overall this season, they've gone over it in 10 out of 17 games. Explosive offense, that has been a little bit more of the story for the Cardinals than it appears to have been for the Rams this season. The Rams have allowed opponents over this mark in 7 out of 17 games. I don't hate the idea of going over that with Arizona. I'm just not 
in love with it enough to actually get invested in it financially because of that oh-so-crucial hook over the number 10. But I think your best route, probably if you're looking to attack this first half, would be to approach it under 24.5 total points. Because you could get that 14 to 10. Maybe you could get a third. You know, one of the teams can get over their individual total while one's staying under. And, hey, if you like one more than the other, you still could get screwed on it. So why not just have more of the points with the hook over the 24 and probably look in that direction. That would be my only play, if anything, looking into the first half of this game. But don't worry, we'll have much more ways you can bet this game and how I'm personally attacking it. 45 minutes from now, remember, we've got Danny's Dimes infused with some prop shelf, a couple of props I do like for tonight's game. And coming up next, Danielle Alvari, host of the Los Angeles CityCast, will be giving us her best plays for tonight's game. And Adam Bird, not only previewing tonight's affair, but an early look at to the NFL Divisional Round. So stick around. Plenty more betting action on this Monday night. It is Rush Hour. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts that are designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. And you've got them available in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. So subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts available and you get hooked up several episodes a week. Great local sports betting content. Okay, like we said here on Rush Hour, since we got an L.A. team featured in the postseason tonight, we have got to bring on the host of the Los Angeles CityCast, Danielle Alvari, folks. Follow her on Twitter at Danielle Alvari and Catch your host in the city cast throughout the week. So, Danielle, it's always great having these conversations, not only about the Rams and how Stafford kills our fantasy teams or our bets or whatever it is, but we'll definitely touch on the Lakers game tonight, too, because we always got to talk about the Lakers. But first, your thoughts for tonight's game. The Rams lane three and a half, total down to 48 and a half. What has been your diagnosis for this game leading up until tonight? 
Well, this has been a very frustrating one because we've already seen this twice, right? And both times, nothing happened according to plan. And it's really hard to look at the numbers and not want to lay the points with the Rams. That's just how I feel. Tell me why I shouldn't do that. I mean, if you look at the way that the Cardinals are trending, they're trending down. End of November, their DVOA, they were fourth. The Rams were sixth. The Rams have now improved to fifth, and they've dropped down to tenth. Their defense has been going down. They have no more DeAndre Hopkins. They were out Rondale Moore for most of last month, and they run four wide out sets. And so that's going to be a huge, huge impact for this team. I was trying to find a reason to bet on the Cardinals. I want to take some points in a matchup that I think is going to be very, very close, but I just don't see any numbers that support that. If anything, it's those intangibles, like things that we talk about in betting that you can't really handicap. Uh, just things like, I don't know, Kyler Murray is somebody I can't really handicap. I don't know what he's going to do on his feet. He hasn't looked that great since that injury kind of took him down. The offense has kind of sputtered since then. I mean, since they lost DeAndre Hopkins, they're four and three, they were eight and two with him in play. So I just don't know what would consciously point me towards the Cardinals, except for the fact that I could think this is a very close game. And this is perhaps why I haven't played a side on this game just yet. It's just too many unknowns. Look, you're absolutely right. I mean, for both sides, too. Look, Cliff Kingsbury was leading coach of the year at some point, and then he really showed his true colors. Kyler Murray, great quarterback, still can be, but you're right. I mean, he's been kind of wishy-washy ever since his injury. Hopkins being out, significant impact. Other side with the Rams, a lot of talent. They lose games they probably shouldn't lose in Stafford. Well, not playing very great this past month. So I, I completely understand it. I guess the way if I'm playing devil's advocate looking to back the Cardinals, I would say, well, if you're thinking it's going to be the close game because you're over the key number of three, third go around with these squads because they still both have the potential, that would be the reasoning for wanting to at least take the points with Arizona. But I, I could see why you know someone would want to trust the Rams a little bit more so having that health, having the coaching advantage. But again, Matt Stafford is a key issue in this game or just a key reason they could win too. So what are you expecting out of Matt Stafford tonight? That is the big question. Well, I hope he throws an interception because I have him over half an interception. I got that juiced at about minus 130, and I have no reason to believe he won't do that. The Rams have turned the ball over nine times in the last four weeks, and he's literally been the reason that they've almost lost games. And I was thinking, I saw your bet actually earlier in the week on the VSIN email, and I saw that you were on over this game, and I thought, you know, I kind of like the idea of going over this game, which I don't normally like betting overs, uh, but I did think, well, how are the Cardinals going to score? Their offense has been struggling a little bit. And and I thought, well, they got Kyler. Maybe he'll run one in. And also, isn't Matt Stafford going to put them in a situation for their defense to score? So um, I did go with the over in this game because I don't trust Matt Stafford. I think he's going to be putting his team in bad positions like we've been seeing for weeks. I hope he proves me wrong. I hope that playoff Matt Stafford is different than Lions playoff Matt Stafford. Um, but I also have him over his passing prop, too. That was sitting around 272 and a half. Um, he's gone over that quite a few times and especially in games like this. And also, uh, like I said, the Cardinals defense has been struggling a little bit. I also think it's going to be a passing fest on the other side as well, uh, because the Rams are down two of their starting safeties. So it's going to be interesting to see, but I think we're going to see a high scoring game. For sure. And hey, I mean, this market's been going back and forth. Looks like a little bit of love to the under, but we have seen the first couple of games between them have a lot of fireworks. So we know the town on both teams can present that. 
And you're in. And I was talking about that Matt Stafford prop on Friday. You and I were talking off air, and I was like, I like the vet a lot. I just don't know if I could trust Stafford because he did me dirty the last time. I know you got to take our emotions out of it, but I'm a little bit salty. But no, I, I do think Stafford probably gets over that mark tonight. And if the trends continue, probably will end up having a turnover under his belt as well. But uh, Danielle, before we move on to talk some NBA, is there another group of players that you're looking to bet for the props tonight? Well, uh, there's a couple of things I was looking at. I actually had a lot of extra time. I had something like freaky happen at my apartment last night. So it kept me up really late and I couldn't record my show because there was like an ambulance and lots of things going on. So I had to wait. So I had lots of time to look at props is basically what I was saying. <laughs> so I bet a lot more props than I normally would. It's about as much detail as I want to give you on it. Um, so that's why I have so many props for this, but I have Stafford over his interception. I looked at Aaron Donald over half a sack on bet rivers minus one ten. What? Ooh. I mean, he had three in week 14 versus the Cardinals. He's had at least one in nine out of 17 games overall. So Aaron Donald over a half a sack for minus one ten. Why not? Um, I actually weirdly thought that Greg Gaines might be fun to play over a half a sack as well because plus 310 he's had three out of his last seven games with at least one so that would be an interesting kind of a more fun longer shot um but also this is my probably my most fun one is i have cooper cup and obj to score a touchdown at three to one um i think that this is a good spot for obj in his week 14 game that was kind of one of his most efficient games of his rams career really and cooper cup in that game 13 receptions for 15 passes, 123 yards and a touchdown, of course. Uh, so I'm expecting to see a lot from both of them. Um, and that would be a fun one to hit because it's three to one. Hey, can't disagree with that. You're right. OBJ has been a great target and a threat for this Rams team in the red zone. And you're right. You're alluding to that matchup against the Cardinals the last go around. Definitely had some success. So we could see him getting some action in the end zone. And, and also the last time, I think every time, maybe it's been a couple of times, but for sure, at least the one time you talked about Aaron Donald getting a sack. I know you came home with a dub with that spot. So we will be sweating that one out with you. Uh, I also know you will be sweating out the Lakers tonight and whether it's probably not pre-flop, but in game, I know that's going to be your approach as it typically is. They are hosting the Jazz tonight, Danielle. Los Angeles catching four in the hook. This total at 230 and a half. What are we thinking for this game? The real the wheels have really fallen off for the Lakers at this point, right? Because when LeBron has a bad night, that was just about it for them. They just lost to the Nuggets by 37 points. If you have LeBron James on your team and you're losing by 37 points, we have more than just a one personnel problem here. So it's really tough for me. I The other night I wanted to bet the Lakers. I like to bet them when they fall behind either the money line, depending on how I feel the game is going or get a ton of points on them. Like I've gotten plus 20 on them before. I didn't want to touch this one because LeBron was having a horrible shooting night. I think he was nine of 23. He still got 25 points, but just terrible shooting night. And if I can't count on him, I can't trust that this is going to be a close game at the end where I want to take some points. So now we're looking at a jazz team that just beat the nuggets on Sunday, 125 to 102. So is this going to be an even uglier game than the nuggets Lakers game? I mean, the nuggets just routed them. So I think this is going to be very high scoring. I think that we're going to see a bounce back in LeBron. I don't think we'll see him go another tough shooting night. I don't know if the wear and tear is getting to him as part of that. Cause they're relying on him so, so much, but I do expect that to bounce back. Malik Monk also was held to four points in that game. So I'm expecting to see a little bit more from him because that's been his one outlet to have some help. I mean, Russell Westbrook, he'll take a ton of shots, but he'll still walk away with 15 points. So I am expecting the offense to back back in a couple ways, but I do think overall this jazz offense, I mean, they're first in efficiency differential first in points per hundred possession first in effective field goal percentage. 
it's going to just be a blowout, I think. And I think it's going to be really high scoring. I see the totals at 230 and a half. It's a little bit higher than I'd like to bet an over. So maybe I'd wait in game to see if this number would come down a little bit. I'm um, just based on the pace of play, but really high number. So it makes it tough to bet an over, but I don't see how the Lakers are going to do any better than they did against the Nuggets. Danielle, I got to ask you before we let you go, where do you fall on the Russell Westbrook fan spectrum? You love him or are you saying get the hell out of here? As a Bruin, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, true. You can't, you can't turn your back on him. But as a Bruin who him, he needs, he needs a new situation. That's coming from a place of love. This is not it. Oh, it's it's been rough, that's for sure. I mean, excitement with him coming in the first place. He brings the energy consistently, but uh, it's been tough. You're right. You're in a conundrum Did anyone here. think this was a good idea? Did anyone I, think this was like, this is a great match? <laughs> I guess Lakers fans are people who wanted to dominate an NBA 2K thinking they, they could have a stacked team, but maybe that's about it. We'll see if the Lakers could turn their woes around. But, Danielle, best of luck with the game tonight. We, like we said, we'll be sweating out all those props with this, so enjoy it. We'll look forward to catching up again soon. Thanks, Danny. You got it. Danielle Alvari, folks, be sure to follow her on the tweets at Danielle Alvari. Again, host of the Los Angeles City Cast. Multiple episodes a week covering all things Los Angeles. She's got you hooked up. Coming up next, we will continue our convo for this Monday Night Football Affair with the NFC West teams. We've got the Rams and the Cardinals, and we've got thoughts from Adam Burke, decent betting analyst. Coming up next, and an early, I guess you could call it sneak peek preview of the divisional round. He's got some thoughts, and we'll get into college basketball play, so stick around. That coming up next. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the sports betting network. has a great new offer to help make this your best betting year ever. And it involves our all-new Big Game Big Dance special that provides VEASAN Plus all access to everything we do from right now through April 5th and for only $69. If you sign up now, you get our daily best bets emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming big game and college hoops betting guides, plus full access to VEASAN.com, along with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every single game. It's one of the most exciting betting seasons of the year, so don't miss out on one of our best deals of the year. So check it out at VEASAN.com slash big deal to sign up today. That's VSIN.com slash big deal. All righty, welcome back into the show. It is Rush Hour here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Danny Burke, your host at Danny Burke 5. You can catch me on the tweets at VEASAN Live for the Vegas Stats and Information Network. Coming up right with us here, I guess, I was going to say next, but he's already here ready to roll, and it's Adam Burke, folks, at Skating Tripods on the tweets. VEASAN's betting analyst. Adam, we've got a lot to roll through, not only tonight's game, but the upcoming NFL action and a college basketball play. So let's get right into it. Let's talk Cardinals and Rams, line at three and a half, total down to 48 and a hook. What did you have for this game dialed up? Yeah, you know, I think first thing that we need to mention here, it's very interesting to me is how this total has gone down a little bit today. Even though the Rams have some significant concerns in the secondary uh, with a couple of injuries to their safeties, that's something that I feel like Arizona will have the opportunity to exploit, but that total has moved down a little bit. So I think that's kind of interesting. But earlier in the week, I took Arizona plus the four. When you look at the two games these two teams played in the regular season, the box scores were very, very even. It was turnovers that dictated both games, the one Arizona won on the road and the one that the Rams 
one on the road. So I think these are two very even teams. I'm getting, you know, three and a half, four points with Arizona, where I think they're pretty much on par with the Rams. I know they didn't play as well in the second half of the year. And maybe people have kind of soured on them because of that. But I think these two teams are pretty equal. So I went ahead and took the team getting the points here in this one. And, and I think Arizona has success moving the football. They had over six yards per play in both of the two regular season games. I would expect them to move the football effectively here tonight as well. Yeah, and then I know uh, you got a prop in this game that I'm on the same page as you. So why don't you tell the people what we'll be riding with tonight? Yeah, I hate to steal your thunder. It's kind of a coincidence <laughs> that both of us are on the same prop here with Matt Prater over six and a half points. Look, in the first two meetings between these teams, Prater had three field goals in each one of them. And as I just mentioned, the Cardinals with over six yards per play in the two games, the Rams were much better than that from a season average standpoint, but Arizona was able to move the ball. So I like Prater over six and a half here in this one. I think Arizona moves the ball. Whether or not they score touchdowns is kind of the question. They were 14th in the regular season in red zone efficiency. The Rams, a top 10 red zone defense. So whether they get three or seven, we'll have to wait and see. But I do think they'll have some opportunities to get three. So I do like Prater over the six and a half there. Yes, sir. I like it. All right. We'll be sweating that one out together. How about the upcoming slate of games? Divisional round, some good action already to look forward to, especially in the AFC, Tennessee and Cincinnati. I think this is going to be a very exciting game, especially with a lot of betting opportunity with this number at three and a half in favor of Tennessee. This total is at 47. What have been some of your early thoughts and assessments for this matchup? Yeah, actually, every Sunday night or Monday morning, depending on, you know, all the odds that we have out for the games, I write a piece over at vcin.com taking a look at the early lines that I like. And this is one of them. And I do like Cincinnati plus the three and a half here in this game. Look, I know Tennessee is the number one seed. I know Tennessee is coming off of a bye. But the thing to me is Derrick Henry comes back and that's great. But is this Tennessee offense in rhythm? I thought they were a very weak number one seed coming into the playoffs anyway. They've been outgained from a yards per play standpoint. I know they haven't had Derrick Henry and they've got some nice wins. They beat the Bills. They beat the Chiefs. They beat the Colts twice. They've got some good wins. I understand that. But their statistical profile just doesn't really line up completely for me here in this game. Cincinnati does have some issues on the defensive line with injuries. So maybe you'll get a four in this game if you're patient and you wait around a little bit. But I just think that three and a half is, is a hook too high. I think this number should be three, but it's three and a half. I think it'll probably be a little bit lower scoring than what the total suggests. So I went ahead and took a piece of the Bengals here plus the three and a half. But as I said, I do think a four could be a possibility if you wait this one out. Yeah, and that's kind of what I'm contemplating because I'm right there with you. I like Cincinnati in this spot, but the early movement did go toward the Titans. So we'll see where it alters to as at this point now that it's over the key number of three. But might take that approach. Might have a little bit of patience, but I'm with you. I mean, look, Tennessee, number one seed, yes, but I think they benefited from having a lot of favorable games and a favorable division. Cincinnati could be that team that is catching fire at the right time, and if you're giving me points, and especially over the key number three, hard to ignore that with Joe Burrow and company. Uh, tell us your quick, thoughts. Danny, then. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Quick, you know, I, you think about the game that the Cowboys just played, right? The game against the 49ers, where down the yeah. stretch, Dallas didn't really play anybody of consequence, and exactly. it wound up hurting them. They didn't look super prepared to be in a dogfight and to be in that game against the 49ers. The second half of Tennessee's schedule was very, very weak. You know, they didn't play a whole lot of good offenses. They certainly didn't play a quarterback, you know, in the same realm as Joe Burrow for the most part. I think they had one game against a pretty good offense, but other than that, 
They played a lot of really weak offensive teams. This is a step up in class for them in a defense that probably overachieved a little bit in the regular season. I, I think Cincinnati is the right side here. But as you said, that respected money on Tennessee early. Yeah, and I mean, like, look at what the Bengals did against the Chiefs toward the end of the season. You're right. Tennessee just not the same strength of schedule toward the end. Derrick Henry coming back. Yes, very significant. Can that translate right out of the gates in this type of game? Guess we'll have to wait and see. But taking the points definitely looks juicy. Uh, so does this next matchup, though, with the Packers and the 49ers. San Francisco, another team that is catching that fire at the right time. The Packers have had it all season. This spreads at five and a half, but your interests are lying a little bit more with this total. Is that correct? Yeah, I'm still waiting to, to decide what I want to do with the spread for this game, especially as it's moved around a little bit. Also, it just came out about an hour ago that Jimmy Garoppolo sprained his throwing shoulder in that win over the Cowboys. So now not only dealing with the hand and the thumb issue, but also now dealing with a shoulder issue. And I already had concerns about the 49ers going up to Lambeau Field, concerns about Garoppolo. You know, it's very difficult to grip that freezing cold football, hard to get feeling in your hands. The early forecast, temperatures are going to be very cold, not really a big surprise, but also wind in the forecast for Saturday may taper off a little bit as we get closer to kickoff here, but I've got significant concerns about the 49ers and their ability to throw the ball. I think they'll run it with some level of success. That takes time. It takes time to run the football. I could see a running clock in this game because Green Bay is not an explosive offense but they're a very efficient offense. They take care of the ball. They move very methodically. That also takes time. So I think the under 47 and a half here is a pretty good look. I don't see a lot of explosive plays from either offense in this game, and I certainly think the weather could be a pretty big factor too. Yeah, absolutely. I actually like that angle a lot too, and you haven't seen the total go too crazy one way or the other. So maybe if you want to bet the under, better do it sooner rather than later. Uh, Adam, before we get you out of here, we got to talk a little bit of college hoops tonight. I know you got some action in a game that maybe most of the public not focused on. They're looking at the NFL, but that's where you could jump in, get a good bet potentially for college hoops. And you're looking at Weber State, Idaho State. What do you like in this game? Yeah, a real barn burner here. I, I know it doesn't really make for good radio to talk about Big Sky or, or some of the other smaller conferences out there. But to me, I think that's where a lot of the line equity is. When you talk about college basketball, especially at this time of the year with people kind of gravitating over towards it, playing the ESPN games, the CBS games and all that kind of thing. I like looking in these under the radar conferences, and I think there's a good play to be had here as well. As you see on the screen there, Weber State, 10 and a half point favorite at Bet Rivers. Idaho State's coming off of its first Division One win of the season. They won 81-74 over in-state rival Idaho, but in that game, the Bengals were 14 of 29 from three. It was the second most three-pointers they've made in a game this season and the third most attempts. I'm going to write about this in Point Spread Weekly this week, so I hope everybody checks it out. But I like to look for those single-game outliers, things where I expect some regression to the mean to come in the next game. This is not a good three-point shooting team for Idaho State. They're shooting about 27% on threes against Division I opponents, and they just got done going 14 of 29 to win a game. Would not expect that to happen here tonight. Weber State's a very well-coached team. They're usually one of the better teams here in this Big Sky Conference. So again, I'm looking for some regression to the mean from Idaho State. This line has gone up from nine, nine and a half into double digits, but I still think Weber State is the side here laying 10 and a half or 11. All righty, Adam Burke, folks, not only getting you ready for the NFL action, but college hoops as well. Adam, enjoy the game tonight. Best of luck with all your plays, and we'll talk more next week. Absolutely. Have a good one, Danny.
You got it. You as well. Atterberg, give him a follow on Twitter at Skating Tripods. Again, subscribe to VEASAN. He has great articles every single day covering pretty much every dang sport out there. So VSIN.com slash subscribe. I think he had some great points when it's coming to the upcoming games. That Bengals and Titans matchup, I think, is going to be very heavily bet on. I think you're going to get a lot of love for Cincinnati in terms of the public. Could be one of those public dog type of plays, but I'm with Adam. I think getting it over three, taking it with Cincinnati could be the right side. And I understand it from, you know, if you're looking opposite, well, Cincinnati recency bias. They look good this last week. They've looked good. But maybe it's just their team, right? Maybe they are just actually that good. And again, catching that steam at the right time. So be fascinating to see where that line goes, as with many other spots. But coming up next, Danny's Dimes, my official plays for tonight in the NBA and NFL. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hour on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Bet River Sportsbook takes football same game parlays to a whole other level. Now you can combine same game parlays from different games to give you even more ways to make your perfect combination. So download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com to explore all the new ways you can create your ideal combo. Must be 21. Gambling problem. Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. One AAA, 532-3500 in Virginia. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Playable in New Jersey has play Sugar House Boy, where prohibited. Okay, final segment on this Monday edition of Rush Hour. Welcome to the show. Thank you for being with us. I'm Danny Burke, your host. And as always, broadcasting live out of the Bet River Sportsbook just outside of Chicago in Des Plaines, Illinois. Not only do we have the Rams and the Cardinals to look forward to, and I'll give you my best bets for that momentarily, but I got to squeeze in an NBA play. I like the matchup tonight, and I like the total in this spot. So let's get into it with Danny's Dimes, my best bets for this evening, and let's begin on the hardwood with a game that is going to be tipping off in a little bit less than 15 minutes. So if you like it, you agree, and maybe a rush to do it. If not, then just completely ignore what I say. But Magic and Trailblazers, I am looking at this game, and I bet this total over 217. Saw some early movement, agreed with that movement. Now it's up to about 218.5. You might be able to get some 218s out there. 
And if you could still get 218, that's probably the max I would play too. If you think 218 and a half, a little bit too rich, well, maybe have a little bit of patience, wait in-game, and then attack this thing over. Because C.J. McCollum is going to be back in the mix for Portland. A big offensive threat, no doubt about that. No Damian Lillard still. Portland a little bit shaken up all over the place. But against this Magic team, I mean, Orlando is just abysmal this year, folks. And they're 24th in defensive efficiency, allowing about 110.2 points per 100 possessions. They are 10th in pace of play, though, is Orlando. So oddly enough, even though they're really slacking offensively, at least they're keeping the pace going. As for Portland, defensively, they're really bad, too. They rank 29th in defensive efficiency at 112.6 points per 100 possessions. In offensive efficiency, they can get the job done relatively well enough. 12th is where they ranked. 108.5 is the exact number offensively per 100 possessions. And if you like to have that kind of cherry on top that we always mention, not a sole reason you bet a total over or under, but just an added incentive. And it's that all three refs are actually plus money, so they're making you a profit if you've been betting these refs to the over. All three of them. And you can get more of those stats at VEASAN.com, a great tool to use when it comes to not only the NBA, but really any other sport involved with the refs where they make a significant impact. NFL, we're looking at you. But this game, I like the movement toward the over. I agree with it, and I bet it over 217. And again, since it's moved, I would still play this probably up to 218, 218 and a half, maybe shop a little bit or wait for that in-game spot. But I think this game will see a lot of points between Portland and Orlando. Again, that's going to be tipping off in about 12 minutes. All right, let's talk Monday night football now. We've got the Cardinals and the Rams from last week. If you didn't know, we are already sweating out our teaser where we teased down Tampa Bay, and then we teased up Arizona to plus 10.5. So we're hoping that the Cardinals can cover that number for sure and wouldn't mind if they won this thing outright. I don't know. I'm a Cardinals guy kind of. You know, secondary team, the Bears. It's more so I just like watching Kyler Murray play. He puts on for the short guys. So, you know, got to pay homage to the guy. <laughs> Look, uh, the prop that I like, we talked about it with Adam Burke, okay? And it's Matt Prater and his kicking points tonight. And I think kicking points are such a fascinating prop, and I really started getting into them a lot this season. We talk about props being untapped market. I mean, kicking especially. No one's really going to look at those as much. And it doesn't mean that they're always going to hit, but I just think it's a good area to consider, and especially tonight with Prater. So six and a half is the number over minus 104, under is minus a buck 25. I'm playing the over just like Adam is. He's averaging, being Matt Prater, 8.1 points per game in terms of his kicking production. He's gone over it in 11 out of 17 games this season, and both matchups against the Rams, he has gone over it, had 13 points against Los Angeles back in October. The second matchup in December had 11 kicking points in that game. And a big reason why is because, well, the Rams actually have a really good red zone defense, right? The red zone efficiency defensively is really solid. The Cardinals are scoring in the red zone themselves about 60% of the time, but the Rams are limiting opponents to scoring a touchdown in the red zone to just 51% of the time. So look, the Cardinals should be able to move the ball pretty frequently, especially now that we've addressed the issues that Los Angeles has in their secondary. I don't have any doubt that Kyler Murray and company are going to be able to move the ball, but can they execute in the red zone? And hey, even if they can, hopefully they can do it frequently enough to still get over this number with the extra points that Prater could be tacking on. But I think we at least get a couple field goals out of him, and you're probably getting at least a couple touchdowns. So I'm feeling pretty good about looking at Matt Prater over six and a half kicking points tonight against the Los Angeles Rams. Let's talk about Kyler Murray now. 
We discussed his prop in terms of pass completions on Friday, but I want to focus in on his pass attempts. You do a little bit of searching out there, you can see him at 33 and a half. You got to pay a price to the over, minus 130 for his pass attempts, but I did lay the minus 130. Now, consensus is pretty much 34 and a half, and I would still look to betting that over. I, he probably is going to get like 36 or 37 would be my estimation. But overall this season, he is averaging below this. 34 pass attempts per game. He's gone over it in 7 out of 14 games. But take a look at what he's done more recently. Over the last 5 games, he's gone over it in all 5 spots. And during that 5 game span, his average is 42 pass attempts per game in those last 5 games. Now, a lot of it is because they've been trailing, right? I mean, they've been playing from behind. They've been needing to pass. It hasn't been a great look for this team. But like we just said, the Rams secondary is a little bit banged up. Up front, they're dominant, and they don't really have that great of a running game as is. I mean, James Conner gets a lot of looks when he gets into the red zone, but the Cardinals are going to have to throw the ball a lot, in my opinion, if they want to be in this game and win it, of course. And the first go around against the Rams, you know, Cardinals won that game 37-20. to 20. He went 24-32, so they were dominating. They stopped throwing at the end of the game, but he still had 32 pass attempts in a dominating game. Second go-around when they lost to the Rams, 30-23, to he threw the ball 49 times, 32-49 of 49 in that game. Whether or not they're winning, whether it's a close game or trailing, I still think you're going to get a lot of action in the air out of Kyler Murray. And the Rams are getting thrown out a tremendous amount. I mean, they rank 27th in opponent pass attempts per game. Opponents are thrown on average the pigskin 37 times per game against the Los Angeles Rams defense. And I think the Cardinals will continue to be one of those teams that do it frequently in the spot. So I bet Kyler Murray over 33 and a half pass attempts, minus 130. Still played at the number of 34 and a half, but I was willing to lay more to get one number better. And I think you'll see a lot of passing action from Kyler Murray. And that's why we address his pass completions as well on Friday. I didn't love this one as much because, well, you don't have DeAndre Hopkins. And maybe they do shut them down relatively. And when you're doing the completions, of course, you have to rely on two parts. You got to rely on Kyler Murray throwing it and the receivers catching it. But it looks like there is some late steam to his pass completions to get over the number of 23 and a half. You were still getting some plus money out there, plus 105. At Rivers, it's seeming to get steamed as we're getting closer and closer to kickoff. But Kyler Murray's averaging 24 pass completions per game. He's also gone over this mark in 7 out of 14 games, but over it the last 4 out of 5 games. And both matchups against the Rams, he has gone over 23 and a half pass completions. So this one I just wanted to revisit like we did on Friday. I didn't bet this one officially. Might just toss a couple bones on it here, there. But uh, I do like it. I don't love it. But if you wanted to still get involved with Murray, I don't hate the idea of him over his pass completions. But I really like him over his pass attempts of 33.5 for tonight and would still play that, like I said, up to 34.5. And, and then the other bet that we do got for tonight, Matt Prater over 6.5 kicking points. He's already gone over that twice against the Rams, got 13 and 11 respectively. He's averaging over eight per contest, and he's gone over it in 11 out of 17 games this season. Look, the Rams' defense still very solid. Great in terms of the red zone, limiting opponents to scoring less than 52% of the time. So if the Cardinals can move the ball enough, they get stopped in the red zone. That should mean more opportunities and hopefully more points for Matt Prater and can aid him getting over six and a half kicking points. And then, like we said, for the NBA bet, Blazers and Magic, I am betting that total over. 
217 would play that up to 218 if you could still find it out there if you can't hopefully you can have a little bit of patience wait for an in-game number that's the beautiful thing about betting the nba folks it's so volatile such a game of runs that you can typically get a better number a majority of the time. And like we said from last week, we still got our teaser. Hopefully you're riding it with us. We already got the Bucks home. Now we just need the Cardinals to cover that 10.5 spot. I'm thinking they can take care of business because even with that number at 3.5, if you're looking to get involved, I would probably still lean toward taking three in the hook with Arizona in this game. Should be a fun one regardless of what happens. Hopefully all your bets come home, folks, and we'll – be back tomorrow to recap it. And, hey, we'll get an early preview for the divisional round. We'll see if we can kind of implement some, you know, different version of Teaser Tuesday. But we'll update those early look-ahead lines, probably talk some hockey tomorrow and some more NBA action. But thank you all for tuning in. Best of luck with all your wagers. Enjoy the game. And until tomorrow, take care from all of us here on Rush Hour. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.